blaring our podcast. Nothing is sweeter than Swiftcast. Hey guys. Hey guys. Hey, what's going on? Welcome to a very short but very exciting episode 65 of Swiftcast. This is Ashley. Nate. And Steph. And the reason why I said super short is because we are going to speed through this episode just so you can get our last final thoughts before the very, very, very exciting announcement tomorrow, Monday, at 5 p.m. Eastern. Woo! Yes! I can't believe it's finally here. We've been waiting for this day basically for two years. It's, yeah. Yes. It's been, yeah. It's been a long summer, to say the least. When we did last week's episode, we were we still hadn't gotten the official announcement of the announcement, and we were saying it has to be any day now, and sure enough, it was that very next morning, right after we recorded Monday morning. In case you didn't see, make sure that you are online at 5 p.m. Eastern. I'd probably recommend getting on a little before, just in case of any technical difficulties, and going to yahoo.com slash Taylor Swift, and that's all we can really tell you, because we have no idea what Taylor's going to be telling us. Yeah, really. And also just a reminder to go see The Giver if you haven't seen it this weekend. Ashley and I were lucky enough to go to the premiere last Monday and we released a very special episode about our experience. So check that out if you haven't yet and go see the movie. I went to see it again this weekend and I loved it again. With both contacts this time. Yeah, I was having an (laughs) eye issue at the premiere. So this time I could see everything. It was great. (laughs) Well, I haven't yet heard the box office numbers, but I think they released those on Monday morning. So I'm really excited to hopefully hear that it did really well this weekend. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it did. I mean, a lot of people were really looking forward to this movie. So even if they weren't, you know, fans of Taylor Swift. I mean, just such a big cast. Each cast member has like their own fan base. So that would, I assume, mean there has to be so many people going to see it. Right. I think I read the preliminary numbers showed that it made at least $12 million as of yesterday. That's not bad. On the first day, it made almost $5 million, so we'll see. Well, we just wanted to recap for you a couple of things that Taylor did this past week and give you a rundown of her schedule because she has a ton of exciting events to keep up with this week. So earlier this week, she was on Jimmy Fallon, which was really, really fun. I thought it was hilarious. It's probably one of the best interviews that she's had. Yeah, definitely. Jimmy's a great interviewer, but before the interview, they actually did the ooh sketch. <laughs> Taylor came in as Natalie with her braces and her glasses and her, and her tritails. tritails. <laughs> <laughs> and she would say, ooh, like, ew. Like, <laughs> I gotta say, Taylor, as a comedic actor, like, she, she actually does very well. She's hilarious. Yeah, the sketch was awesome. Swiftcasters have a very strong connection with Pegacorn. We just <laughs> love the Pegacorn. <laughs> and just Taylor's relationship with it just from so many years ago and so when we saw that we were so excited and i'm pretty sure taylor actually drew that i would put money on it but i don't have anything confirmed (laughs) i was gonna say and you don't have any money (laughs) and i don't have any money (laughs) that's also true but i i think that's something she would do because she talked about how she created this character in her head and sent Jimmy's staff all the info about it because that's what she does. She just works really hard in all aspects of her life. But her character also builds popsicle castles, which I loved because Taylor used to do that as a kid. Jimmy and Taylor danced to Selena Gomez, Come and Get It, which was hilarious. <laughs> and then when they did the speed round of Ooh, Jimmy had a heart that was broken and it said breaking up. 
And Natalie said, ew. And then there was a heart with a bandaid on it. And he said, getting back together. And then she said, ew. But then Jimmy said, never, ever. And then Natalie says, never, ever, 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 ever. And it was hilarious. <laughs> I'm sure you've all seen it already, but go watch it again. Give the video more hits. I think I've watched it four times already. But after the sketch... Taylor did a great interview with Jimmy. It was hilarious. She talked about creating Natalie and how she did have a big scar on her leg from making popsicle stick castles as a kid when she was, quote, aggressively creating a slide for her castle. And if you've never heard of this story before, go back to when she was releasing Speak Now. She did a kind of fire round question box on video, and you can find it if you just type it in Google. And so she talked about the scar then because a fan actually asked, how did you get that scar on your right leg? I thought that was fun to go back in time to when, just because I remember her first talking about this hmm. when Speak Now was released. Taylor confirmed that she will be performing at the VMAs. Yes. It's really Ooh. exciting. So exciting. Which means new single. That's already just a week away. Right. A week away. Yes. My personal favorite part of the interview was when Jimmy was pressing her for details about the live chat. And <laughs> <laughs> that was my favorite part too. We got to get interviews to do that more often. Oh yeah. She, I thought maybe she would fall to the pressure, but Jimmy just started actually slamming papers off of his desk <laughs> and sliding them off his desk. But Taylor was hilarious. And her response was, what did you say? You were so quiet. I couldn't hear you. <laughs> <laughs> and so the only information she would give is go on Yahoo at 5 p.m. tomorrow. I know you already know that, though. The other thing that was really cool about this was Jimmy asked Taylor about how she hosted SNL and whether she would do it again. And she said she thinks enough time has passed. So she would definitely consider doing it again. I think it's going to happen for sure. I absolutely think it's going to happen. I, I don't think he would have asked her about it unless it was already in the works. Right. She's on NBC. Clearly NBC does SNL. Mm -hmm. And I think because she was just on with Ed, they probably realized it's long overdue. Right. I mean, she did such a good job last time she was on. I'm sure they'd love to have her back. Yeah, I think it would be a very highly rated episode and very funny. And I think that, you know, she, I mean, she was a great comedic actress back in 2009 when she did it, but even more, she's like grown up over the past, I can't believe five years. Can you believe it's been that long? Wow. I know. <gasps> During the interview, she said something like, it was four or five years ago. Five, Taylor. It was five. I was like, all the Swifties here are like, it's been five, Taylor. <laughs> I feel like now, you know, she's developed her acting even more. She's gotten older. She can probably do, like, a little bit more mature sketches than she could last time. Like, I think it'll be perfect. Yeah, I'm really excited for that. We will keep you up to date with any news we hear about SNL. And then, finally, to wrap up the interview, Taylor talked about The Giver, about how happy and exciting it was to work with Jeff Bridges. They jammed in between filming to... One Republic, who ended up writing the song for the end credits. And they also jammed with Tom Petty music. Again, if you haven't seen the movie, go see it. So the next night, she was on Seth Meyers. And he is another great interviewer. And they were great together. And he also talked to her about Saturday Night Live, which makes it seem even more likely that it's going to happen. Uh, he was saying that when 
she was getting ready for her appearance the last time that nobody, none of the hosts really ever write their own monologues. They, you know, have the writers and producers work on it for them. And she showed up in their office and said, I ha- I wrote this thing. This is what I want to do for my monologue. And starts playing it. And they were like, great, let's do it. And he was like, that has never happened with any other host. <laughs> And he also asked her, which was so funny, about going to the gym. And he said, Taylor, this is a picture of what you look like when you come out of the gym. And it shows her, you know, walking like a runway model in a dress and her hair is perfect. And she basically said, like, well, first she was funny. She was like, doesn't everyone look like that when they leave the gym? And then she just said that, you know, she feels like New York is so fashionable and like it's a city worth dressing up for and she just really likes dressing up. And she also said she read somewhere that she takes an hour afterward and she said that's not true at all. <laughs> so I was, that was funny. And then finally he brought up our one of our favorite topics of Taylor's dancing at award shows and asked her, you know, what made you decide to really start doing this? And She said, well, you know, I'm always in the front row and I know you're kind of expected to just sit there. But eventually I realized, like, I'm in the front row hearing my favorite songs by some of my favorite artists. I'm not going to not dance. I have to. It's so fun. So then he showed her a video, which was her dancing to cruise back at the CMT Awards from 2013, which was amazing. I was actually there in person and saw her in her seat doing that. So she's watching this video of herself on on the talk show live, and then she turns to Seth and says, yeah, that was worse than I thought. (laughs) (laughs) But overall, that was a really great interview, too. So funny. I'm sure you've probably seen it, but if not, definitely go watch it. All right, so our next bit of news, um, if you guys haven't seen already, um, Taylor did the Ice Bucket Challenge. If you guys don't know what that is, basically the Ice Bucket Challenge is this viral video challenge that's been going around like Facebook, uh, Twitter, major social media sites where somebody pours a bucket of ice water, you know, on their head. Um, And if you don't do that, then you're supposed to donate $100 to the ALS Association. Um, if you guys don't know what that is, they are in charge of basically Lou Gehrig's disease, a very like debilitating, almost terminal disease. So, so they're trying to help spread awareness and raise money for this. So anyway, uh, Ingrid Michelson ended up nominating Taylor, and uh, Taylor, you know, took the challenge in stride. Her and Jamie King and like twenty of eighty thousand, yeah, like <laughs> <laughs> so many other people. I think I think either uh, dancers or production or you know so many people. I, I didn't even recognize any of them to be honest. But at the VMA rehearsals, ended up going outside, donating like stacks of hundred dollar bills, and completing the challenge. So uh, Taylor did end up nominating um, at the end of the video, Selena Gomez, Emma Stone, and Ed Sheeran. So um, I've seen Selena's. I she uh, she did hers, but I'm not sure yet about the other two if they completed it. But you're supposed to complete it within 24 hours, right? So anyway, yeah, uh, the the way they did it, it was it was just a great watch. So if you guys haven't seen it yet, you should definitely take a look. I think my favorite thing that came out of that was all the memes and gifts going around of Taylor with just the stack of $100 bills. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> with the, the candy, going back to her interview when she was promoting Red and she had to be a candy. Do you guys remember oh, that? Oh, yeah, candy. <laughs> and she was like, I'm uh, candy and I just got some free money. <laughs> I think my favorite caption I saw was, this is how much money I'm going to need when album five comes out. (laughs) (laughs) Basically, true story. 
Well, that was a really exciting week for Taylor. She's having a lot of fun with all the promo leading up to everything. She also... Just if we needed one more reminder about the chat, if we didn't already know to tune in, she did everyone in New York a favor. She wrote it in the sky. Yeah, that was crazy. I, that's insane. She's an angel, so she probably just flew up there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just... But who does that? Like, I've never seen anything, any artist or movie or any event promoted in the sky. It looks really cool, too. Yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah, very well done. Lines are very straight, and uh, the video she made... So we just wanted to give you guys a quick rundown of Taylor's schedule this week so you can follow along with all of the events, because there is quite a lot. First of all, of course, as we've said over and over again, tomorrow, August 18th at 5 p.m. Eastern Time on Yahoo is her announcement, her live stream. So that should be mind-blowing and exciting, and we'll probably all be dead after it's over, so we won't even make it to any of the other events for the week. (laughs) But if you do survive and don't die of a heart attack, she will be on GMA the next morning, August 19th, and that starts at 7 a.m. on ABC. So I'm sure she'll just be talking more about the announcement, and I wouldn't be surprised if she decides to premiere, you know, a song a week like she did for Red on Good Morning America, so we'll see. And then the VMAs, as we said, are really soon. They're next Sunday, August 24th on MTV, so we'll be watching and tweeting and recapping those for you, but you're going to want to tune in because everyone's been saying her performance is going to be explosive. So (laughs) we'll have to see what that means. (laughs) And then after that, though I'm sure there's going to be more events coming up that are confirmed, the next thing actually officially on the calendar is the iHeartRadio concert in Vegas on September 19th. But I'm sure in between those like three weeks, she'll be promoting the album in a lot of other places. Craziness begins again. Can't wait. So there's been a rumor, or I guess rather a speculation going around. Some fans and some media sources seem to think that tomorrow during the announcement, Taylor's going to surprise all of us and just release the whole album. No. Yeah, I don't think so. I don't think so either. Well, I guess the reason why people think this is just because she has been doing so much more promotion than she has mm-hmm. for any other album announcement. I think it's just been a progression of getting bigger and bigger. If you compare it to the Speak Now announcement and then the Red announcement and now this. Right. Album 5. <laughs> She's been on like such an upward climb since the beginning. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, for me, I think it's just the, it just shows how big she is now. I agree. And it yeah, was interesting good. with Jimmy actually asked her about this during the interview. And he asked if she was just going to pop one out. <laughs> and she, <laughs> I thought that was funny. And she said, no, I don't think I'm just going to pop one out. <laughs> I think it's going to be obviously multiple announcements like she told Jimmy, but I don't think it will be the whole album. Mm, I agree. I think it's just so much of a better uh, campaign strategy almost to continuously release, you know, singles or whatever, like kind of like she did last year, you know, for, for GMA, how every week she, you know, released a single, but uh, that's just such a better way to approach it because it reaches such a larger audience over such a, greater amount of time it really builds up not only the excitement for the album but builds up uh the amount of people who just know about the album so it's just i I think just an overall better strategy so yeah i think building the anticipation she knows that it works so if it works then why mess with it she does it very well (laughs) and i know that people are comparing her to beyonce who you know came out of nowhere and dropped her album but you know that's been done now she's not a copier 
No, not at all. Yeah. And also, I don't think that it's possible because a few weeks ago it was confirmed from iHeartRadio that she was going to be debuting a new song or songs at that concert. Yeah. That's I'm true. still set mm-hmm. on October 13th. I really think that will be the I think date. so, too. I really do. It's too perfect. <laughs> it's a Monday. It's the 13th. Right. It's in October. I mean, yeah, it's a little bit earlier than usual. And this announcement is a little bit later than usual, but... Only by a few days. Yeah, really not much. I mean... And the shortened time period won't affect her at all because she's the biggest musician mm-hmm. on the planet. Right. <laughs> Well, I did think it was interesting, though, because it was just announced in the last couple of days that Florida Georgia Line, who's probably at right now Big Machine's like second biggest artist, Taylor, possibly, is releasing their album on the 14th, October 14th. Oh. I saw that, yeah. So they're going to be busy that week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they would be. Yeah, some people think that because Florida Georgia Line is releasing, that means Taylor won't. But I think Big Machine might just be going to break all records here and have a huge, huge week for both. I think that's what they're planning. And honestly, I mean, there's a little bit of overlap, but they're catering to kind of different demographics at this point. True. Mm-hmm. So speaking of that, what are your expectations for the single? Uh, cats. Um, <laughs> <laughs> lots of fire because it's supposed to be explosive. I do mm. think it will be a pop sound, and that's pretty much right. the only thing I'm going to predict because yeah. <laughs> every other thing I have predicted is always wrong, and Taylor always surprises me and exceeds my expectations. That's true. Some DJs have leaked information that we're not going to repeat on here. Yeah, I'm kind of hoping that they're wrong because I don't want to know anything. Right. So I'm disregarding anything I've heard until Taylor tells us. Yeah, and if somehow a DJ leaks the whole song between now and tomorrow, just try to wait for Taylor. You know, she wants us to hear it from her first. That's why she's planning all of this. Right. <laughs> yeah, and I agree with Ashley, though. I think it's going to be a big pop sound. When you have a song like We Are Never Ever Getting Back Together as the lead single from the last album, Right. she's got to exceed that. And so I think it will be like a Max Martin shellback kind of a song that's big. And it's going to be, it's going to shatter records. It's going to go to number one on iTunes immediately. I can't wait. So many sources have been saying that the live stream is going to last for about 90 minutes. I'm not 100% sure if that's true, but if it is, that's a very, very long time. It's longer, significantly longer than either the Red or the Speak Now announcements were. So that leads me to wonder what else she's going to be doing besides just saying, this is when my album comes out. What do you guys think? I guess it depends. Uh, yeah, really, I'm not sure, but maybe, and this is, a, I think, a stretch with a maybe, maybe like advertising partway through. I don't know. Maybe she sold part of it. I mean, uh, you know, <laughs> I mean, because it, it will be getting a lot of a, a lot of media attention. So it, it's tough to say. I don't know. Yeah, the, the red one was like 30 minutes. The Speak Now one was like 40 minutes. And I mean, it, both of those combined still wouldn't be anywhere near the 90 minutes. So kind of like uh i don't know she could do a performance maybe maybe she'll release I more think than she's one gonna song do a performance. that would be awesome that would be incredible i also think there's a chance we might see the music video tomorrow i think so too for me i was thinking announce the single play the single maybe perform the single maybe do the music video of the single show the album cover and then mm-hmm. do a q a right but i don't know i have no idea I definitely think the more that I've seen that the whole skyline motif has to have something to do with it. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a big theme. 
If not, she's definitely trolling us on purpose. Yeah, she's got Skywriters. She's got the Skyline everywhere. Mm-hmm. She's been using Polaroid cameras a lot and wearing black and white. Yeah, she wore black and white on both of her interviews last week. I feel like she's giving us clues, but then I don't know. I could be completely wrong. Skylines. <laughs> the album will be called, like, Pink. Pink Pegalines <laughs> or something. I'm going to call it now. I'm just going to say it's Skylines as the album album title. I'm just saying it. Yeah. Right. A lot of people thought, like, <laughs> roses or flowers or mm. something. I can't imagine her saying, I'm Taylor and welcome to the Skyline tour. <laughs> then again, I don't think I could have ever imagined that it would have been called Red either, so. I've seen Skylines more than once, so, on this on the speculation. I was definitely surprised by the album title of Red. I was like, Red? That's just right. a color. Like, it's one mm. word, but, <laughs> like, it didn't it didn't seem to work. I mean, it obviously, obviously did, but mm. it took me a while to get used to it. Yeah, I was definitely taken aback at first because I thought about how, for the other album titles, she used it as an inspirational message immediately and just said, you know, Fearless isn't about not having fear. It's just about doing it anyways, even though you are afraid. And obviously Speak Now is to not hold anything back. And, and Red did work, like Ashley said, because it, it was about just all the different emotions that the album kind of encapsulates. But I was also taken aback by it. So I don't know. Skyline, like she could figure out a way to make it work. Well, normally at this point we would say, what will Taylor do next week? But <laughs> uh, Well, actually, we could say. Yeah, very accurately. <laughs> Release the album, music videos, single VMAs. <laughs> Well, I don't know about you guys, but I am very excited to see what the next 24 hours is going to bring. Don't you mean what the next two years is going to bring? That is a good point. The <laughs> next she's two she's years. telling us tomorrow what we're going to be doing for the next two years of our lives. That is true. And uh, one thing that I forgot to mention, but I'll add, I'll tell you guys right now, is that yesterday I saw a screen cap of an interview that she did in Us Weekly, which will be coming out next week. And they were asking her about acting and, you know, if she would do it again. And she said, well, I'm not sure because I'm going to be touring for about two years starting very soon. <laughs> so exciting. Who knows? Maybe she'll announce tour dates tomorrow. Maybe she'll Whoa. start touring for the album before the album <laughs> <laughs> That could be. You never know. There have been artists who I've seen like put their tour tickets on sale before the album that the tour was named after came out. And I always thought that that was kind of cocky. Like, what makes you think people are even going to like this album? Like, why would you do that? But Taylor could definitely pull it off. Definitely, yeah. I can't wait to see what she has in store for us. So as for what we'll be doing tomorrow, we are going to be hosting a chat room so you can chat with us and sort of have a little virtual party before, for so the hour before and then after and during while the stream is going on. And I don't have all the specifics for you right now, but if you have gotten an email invitation or if you've DM'd with us, you will be getting a link tomorrow telling you how to join our chat room. And if you haven't, that's fine. Just tweet us at SwiftCast13 and tell us that you want to join our chat party and I'll be tweeting reminding you tomorrow and then I'll add you in. So basically we're just going to be talking with all of you guys before the announcement, probably not as much during as we'll be dead, but then after <laughs> once we recover and get up off the floor, you know, we just want to talk to everybody and freak out with you all and just enjoy this because this is the most exciting day of the next 2 years and we mm-hmm. absolutely can't wait. So we can't wait to talk to you guys very very soon in just a matter of hours. 
But until then, this has been episode 65 with Ashley, Nate, and Steph. I will see you guys tomorrow. Woo. Yay! Yay! Peace out, Swift Scouts. <laughs> Bye, guys. Swift on. Thank you for listening to this episode of SwiftCast. Visit us on the web at theswiftcast.com. The theme song for SwiftCast was written and performed by Sydney and Chuck. SwiftCast is not directly affiliated with Taylor Swift, Big Machine Label Group, or 13 Management.